Good evening, welcome to Joy 99.7 FM and to another exciting edition of Springboard, your virtual university. Thank you for joining us on your favorite leadership and personal development show. This is the platform where your value is enriched on a daily and if I must add a weekly basis. It's also the place to go for useful nuggets of business, finance, career, talent, leadership development information, especially in the interesting times in which we find ourselves. Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and your superstation Joy 99.7 FM. The broadcast is made possible by the kind Kessie of Ghana's finest brands, in our opinion. These are the brands that invest in the development of Ghana's human capital. Let me start with MTN, MTN Pulse, just be. The Enterprise Group Enterprise, your advantage, UMB Bank, UMB Speed Up, Digi Bank, let's go. And the Axis Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. A big thank you to the graphic business our partner on this adventure thank you for joining us on joy fm tonight we are streaming also on the springboard of virtual university facebook page my name is albert okran and i'm doing this with the support of my boss comfort <laughs> along with matthew Presler, amos david emmanuel and jojo special dedication to sandra amatika amakwe this is your birthday and you have a double celebration something very special i won't talk about it tonight but it's a double celebration for you as well prince pastor prince Nyakon, it's your birthday today enjoy that one as well and to god be the glory for the great things he's done in your lives tonight we'll shortly be talking about insurance as a safety net somebody asked me to define insurance and I said, it's very simple if you climb to the 11th floor in life and you slip by mistake, please don't fall back to the first floor, at least fall to the ninth floor. That's my definition of insurance. I'll find out from the experts whether it's a correct definition based on the textbook one that they learned in school or it's a working definition that I'm using myself. All right, so this Thursday, just before we settle to our discussion, this Thursday on the Springboard Network, we are featuring the climax of our three-part series on Awakening the Talent Within. We've covered discovering. And then development in our first two parts. Now, this test, we move on to deployment. And deployment is about taking your talent to the global stage. How do you convert a talent into a world-class act? How do you step onto the global stage with your talent? And how do you create an income stream from your talent? After the presentation, the special highlight will be a discussion, a conversation with the captain of MLS Columbus Crew Soccer Club, Jonathan Mensah of the Black Stars. He will be with us on, on Zoom on Thursday night at 7. Wherever you are in this world, let's find out what does it take to play at the highest level. We talk about their income, but do you know the hustle that goes with it? We'll find out on Thursday night on Awaken the Talent Within, the final show on deployment. All right, so ahead of that, do me a favor. Just pull out your phone, download the Enterprise Advantage app because tonight I'll be giving out some cash. If you need cash in the COVID-19 era, just pull out your phone and download the Enterprise Advantage app and let's see what we can do tonight. Let me share a brief COVID-19 awareness tip from MTN and then we'll settle down to today's discussion. And simple, limit cash transactions and face-to-face -face transactions and use digital options like Momo to make things easier for yourself. All right, so this Monday are five wow moments, one for each Sunday, powered by our five sponsors. Just to put a smile on our listeners' faces at a time like this. Tonight, Kessie of the Enterprise Group, I'll be giving out... Let's see, 500 Ghana CDs to two of our listeners. 500 Ghana CDs each to two of our listeners. Here's how you win. Simple. Just take notes when Jackie and Tina are talking. Write down what they say like they are talking textbook. It will enrich your life anyway, but when they finish, 
I'm going to go for a commercial break. When I come back, I'm going to ask you simple questions based on what they said. And the first three, the first two winners to to get three questions, the answers, the answers to three questions correct will win five hundred Ghana CDs. Each last week it was a blast. It's been a blast the whole month. But please. If you haven't won so far, this is your chance. And if you are hot, maybe you've gotten two questions and you want the third question is trying to give you problems, please ask for the bonus question. I'm going to ask you, who is the Black Stars defender coming on the Springboard Network? And what's the answer going to be, Jojo? Jonathan Benson. write it down. If you are, if you are hot, call it. <laughs> ask for the bonus question. I really want to give you the cash. So I want to make sure you win it. So that's your bonus question for today. All right, so... We're in a very disruptive era in our lives, described by, by Pastor Table this morning as probably the worst disruption the world has experienced in the past 70 years or so. And many agree that since the Great Depression, nothing like this has happened before. But in the face of all these disruptions and uncertainty, one thing is clear, if you have cover your life is much easier and more predictable than if you don't have cover. And that's why this discussion about insurance is so important. So call a friend, call a friend, call a friend. Let's find out why our penetration rate is so low and what can we do to make life easier for all of us. My guests for tonight, two wonderful MDs, the MD of Enterprise Insurance, Ernestina Abe. Ernestina, welcome to Springboard. Thank you. Right, and the, the MD of Enterprise Life Insurance, Jackie Biggie. Jackie, welcome to Springboard. Thank you. It's been a long time coming, and it's good to see you both. All right, so let me tell you a story. A friend of mine bought her car. I almost said a brand new car, but it's what they call brand new home secondhand. You know that one? She got a car loan and bought a car. She was so excited. She called and said, Charlie, at long last. And she said, this weekend, you will see me in all my glory. And the first day she got the car, it was Friday. When the car was brought, she thought she saw some small leakage under the car. So she took it to two doors away from her office to a fitting shop to check what the leakage was. The car was spanking nice. Apparently, it was supposed to be a, a leakage under the vehicle. What it actually was was a leakage in the fuel tank. And this welder, she gave it to this guy to fix the leakage under the car, went back to work at five o'clock, called a friend and said, let me give you a lift home and went with a friend to the fitting shop, got there and saw a crowd. And when she reached the entrance to the fitting shop, there was her car bent to ashes. She asked of the welder and they said, oh, well, somebody who walks around here, he's not really, he doesn't really work here. And the guy ran away and that was it. Car loan, not even one day to enjoy the car. Let's talk about insurance. Welcome again. <laughs> and let me, let me start with you. Okay. What I'm describing is a real life situation that happened mm-hmm. to somebody. But is is this is it a good way to start a discussion about insurance? Oh sure. Um, this just tells us that um, we are always faced with risk in everything that we do. Um, but I'd rather start from where you started off that if you should fall from the eleventh floor, mm. you should at least drop on the ninth floor. Right. Do you, do you like do you like my def- my definition? No, no, I'm, I'm going I'm going to counter it. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> what I'm saying is that for in the non-life space, right. if you buy insurance and you fall on the eleventh floor, you should be brought back to the same corner where you were. Wow. So that's what insurance is. You won't even come to the tenth floor. 
if you bought the right type of insurance, you still be on the eleventh floor. What is the right type of insurance? Insurance contracts normally cover specific events, right? And it comes with terms and conditions. You know, you should understand what you are buying. What the cover offers you? What are the restrictions and the limitations around it? So if you get that one right and you purchase it and it's concluded, you've got peace of mind. You can go to sleep. Whatever happens and you fall, you still stay on the 11th floor, the same corner. Let me stick with my friend who lost a car. What did she do wrong? I, I found out later that she had bought third-party insurance. And I know some companies insist that if you're taking a car loan, you must buy comprehensive just so that the, there's no risk to both the person who borrowed and then the company. But what options were available that were not exercised and what's the difference even between third party and then comprehensive? Okay, I'll pick it from two levels. I'll pick it from the law side. She met the basic requirement of the law which requires that you buy if you buy a car you should have a third party insurance. So in terms of law, she had met that requirement and that for law side was just enough. But Having taken that car loan, knowing that it could be subject to a loss or it could be subject to an unexpected event, she should have gone ahead or whoever advised her in purchasing the insurance, she should have been guided in the options available. And she should have understood the need, the real need for insurance. The real need is that when something happens, if there's a financial loss, you are restored. Right. You understand? So if she had, for instance, opted for third-party fire and theft, which is a second level of insurance, she would have gotten her car back. Really? Yes, she would have. And then if the garage that she took her car to also had insurance, that garage, the garage's insurance should have responded to that incident. So there were several ways, if things had gone right in the insurances, in the parties involved, the lady shouldn't have suffered. It shouldn't have been a loss to the lady. Right. So you're saying that in the first place, she should have bought a higher level of insurance than she bought? Yes, she could have bought third-party fire and theft, which is a little it's a basic but comprehensive. It's, you have total cover. So for the listener uh, listening, what does comprehensive give that third-party fire does not give? Okay. So, third party, when you buy third party insurance, what you are telling yourself is that you are just responding to what the law requires you to do, that if you run into a third party's vehicle or you knock somebody down, the insurance should be able to take care of that liability of yours. To a certain amount. To, up to a certain an- right. amount. If it's property damage, but if it's injury, I mean, there are some... Now it's capped anyway, but the dynamics in the in- injury space is a little different. Okay, when you buy third party fine theft, you're saying I'm covering the interest of the third party, but however, I'm protecting my own asset, which I've used the car loan to buy. So in case there's a fire situation or somebody snatches my car, I still have cover. But the full level or the comprehensive level is when you're saying that, hey, I'm covering every risk that you can think of. A third party, fire, theft, and then when somebody runs into me, the insurance will pay for it. When I run into somebody, the insurance will pay. If I reverse into my garage, the insurance will still pay. 
you know so that is a kind of that's how we call it comprehensive it's you can drive with a smile yes let me come to you, Jack. I'm sure if I left, left him alone, she would spend a whole night telling us about her own life. Let me come to you to talk about about life. A friend of mine said it very simply. He says, if your car is your car insurance is mandated by law, your life is far more valuable than your car. I'm going to ask you very shortly about penetration rates, but if life insurance is so important, why do we know so little and do so little about it? Well, Thank you, Albert. Life insurance is very important because it leads to the improvement of your entire um, financial um, well-being. You know, so um, like you said, if if you have um, life insurance, um, basically you are creating a certain safety net. Touch wood, should any any unfortunate event happen, then you can fall on the life insurance cover to give you that the peace of mind and, and to support you during the hard times that you have gone in. So life insurance is very important. Let me say this. Life insurance is what everybody needs. Nobody wants. <laughs> Why? Because it's a grudge purchase. One, I can't even see it. So I don't think it's important. I can see it's not tangible. So it's an intangible product. Unlike if I need an iPhone 11, I can see it, and therefore it's easy for me to to part away with a, what thousand dollars or thousand five hundred dollars to buy it. I can see my life insurance company. Number two, there's always the fear factor. Oh, I mean, something bad is going to happen. Why should I think about death? That's the way we think about it. Or why should I think that I'm going to be diagnosed of suffering a critical illness like a cancer or, or, or what, a high, uh, what um, stroke? Or I mean, these things are morbid. That, that's the way we think it. So we, we think that there's always that fear factor around it. Thirdly, also, I mean, it's a grand purchase because um, uh, the impact is not immediate. You know, I part out with a thousand dollars to buy an iPhone, but I can use it now. I can get my SMSs going, so I see the value of it now. Life insurance is not immediate. The benefit is is, is after a period of time, and the last is competing with my little disposable income. You know, I'm thinking about today, the food I'm going to eat today, the water I'm going to drink, the, the shirt I'm going to wear today, my accommodation today. Not about tomorrow. Because of all these things, it makes even though it's what everybody needs nobody wants and people want to be talked into 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 buying life insurance so this is the challenge Charlie, that I should, I should add this to my list of definitions life insurance <laughs> is what everybody needs and nobody, but nobody wants, wants. Charlie, because should, it's a grudge purchase if you call into my show after that i'll ask you the first question jackie's definition of life insurance <laughs> um, so this, this is why nobody wants it and, and why penetration is low what is the penetration level of insurance in ghana well, um, generally, broadly, it's, it's currently sits at uh, 1%. Uh, um, if you look at it, then that, that's what the penetration level looks like. But I must say that it's a general problem across Africa. If you look at, across Africa, if you look at the global uh, penetration rates, I mean, Africa contributes just about 1.5% of the total um, 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 premiums generated globally. So it tells you that Africa generally has a low penetration rate. We can make exception, however, for countries like South Africa, who have about 16%. Ghana is just about 1%. Nigeria, our sister, our sister country, is just about 0.36, under 1%. Kenya is just about 2.8%. So I'm trying to get somebody from Kenya on the show to give us a sense of what the situation is like in Kenya. But let me come back to you. Oh, let me stay with you for a minute, um, Jackie. What I'm trying to do tonight is to let our viewers and listeners understand the benefit of the product 
and what they get. And somebody says, let's sell the product of the product. So you say insurance gives peace of mind. I contextualize a situation where a friend bought a friend bought a vehicle and had a, a bad experience because she didn't buy well. And it's thing I see that if she bought the right kind of insurance, she definitely would have had her car back. And I'm sure that would have called for a big celebration in the Thanksgiving in church that you bought a car, <laughs> it got bent, and you were giving the money to buy a new one. And I'm not talking about imagine an imaginary situation. On my Facebook post on Friday, I wrote about driving home one night, and I remember I remember very well where I was from, hanging out with my old schoolmates in a very interesting discussion that we're having. We're driving home at night and at a junction, somebody came from somewhere and just how did they see it? Totaled my vehicle. Totaled it completely. And within a week, the insurance company gave my money back to buy the vehicle. So for me, I can contrast the two situations and say, okay, thank God I didn't die, but I got the vehicle back or I got the money back for the sum assured. That is motor insurance as you have described it. Help me understand life insurance. When somebody buys life insurance, what are some of the benefits that you can point to and see if this happens, this is the safety net or this is the fallback or this. You, you mentioned, for instance, terminal diseases. Give us a, a scenario that we can relate to. Okay, so broadly, life insurance covers unfortunate events or I mean unwanted events like death so touch wood if death occurs and you can cover death we also um, cover disability and disability in in, in two different um, um, fonts so temporary disability for example you are in an accident and you suffer you're not able to work for a period some benefits are paid weekly over a period we also uh, pay out when somebody becomes permanently disabled so for example out of an accidental cause or out of a natural situation you become permanently disabled we also pay out we also cover so let me ask you a about that so somebody's let's say 45 works in the company mm. and then along the line has an accident mm. they, they they insured i'm sure they probably pay some small premium but they've insured and then they have an accident exactly. and they become permanently disabled what you're saying is that the company will pay them for yes they the, the, the agreed some assured at the onset of the policy, together with any amendments that, that has been made on the policy along the journey of the policy, is what will be paid out. And it's paid out as a lump sum? It's paid out as a lump sum. So mm. if, for example, you have you have bought um, a life insurance policy and you have a permanent disability cover and the agreed sum, for example, is say you started with 100,000 and over the period, you know, we have what we call um, inflation protector because as you don't know when this this unfortunate event could happen. Do you have an insurance calculator here? You see me? Where, 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 I'm just curious about so if somebody took a policy of let's say yes. about a hundred thousand, exactly. What will the premium? Uh, what, what, what does the sum assure? What, what will the, the premium oh, annual premium? Can okay, help? I, I would not be able to tell you the premium because the, okay. for life, your age is a critical so component a in the determination of your premium, right. and right. that is why we shouldn't wait to go to grow older before we buy life insurance policies. Right. Because the older you are, the more expensive it is. And if you're not even fortunate, you may not even get supply. 
depending on, on, on the age. Beyond some age. Yes, beyond some age. So the example I gave, if somebody buys a permanent disability cover, for example, and the sum assured is, say, 100000 touch wood, there's an accident, and the per person is declared permanently disabled, and you're not able to perform your normal occupation as known or any other occupation by virtue of your training or, uh, or your education, this 100000 is paid upfront lump sum um, um, to the, the insured. We also have what we call critical illness cover. So, uh, Albert, you can insure yourself for the cancers, the strokes, the name them, heart attacks. We, there are named diseases that you can't get um, um, cover for. And tattoos, should any of these events happen, you'll be paid out. You could also go in for hospitalization cover. This says that should you be hospitalized, Okay, a certain amount of money is paid to you um, daily over over April. So there are different covers that um, we we offer in life insurance. Right, and so now I'm going to come back to you and and ask you about brokers. Somebody sent a, a message on, on on Facebook asking why do we need brokers. Let's just help people to understand how the industry operates, just so they can be comfortable that they've covered their bases. Why do we need brokers? Okay, um, let me start by saying that. Um, Brokers are part of our industry. We call them intermediaries. In the industry, we have insurance companies, we have reinsurance companies, we have insurance brokers, and we have reinsurance brokers, and we have agents. These are the key players that are regulated by the National Insurance Commission. Okay. So, why would you need a broker? A broker is an expert on insurance, and he comes in as an independent party for you. He comes in assesses your risk and then comes over engages the re the insurance company you know get terms for you and then concludes the cover for you the good thing is that when the broker does that you do not pay the broker so it's kind of a free service to you you know so brokers bring an independent view of all the things that we do they speak for you when a claim occurs they come in as if they are the people that have made the loss they engage the insurance companies and then make sure that you get your settlement. So the stress within which you would have found out, oh, how strong is this insurance company? Which insurance company can give me the best, let's say, fire policy? Or if I want a special condition within my fire policy, you don't expect yourself to go around. But if a broker, you engage a broker, the broker can do those engagements on your behalf. And at the end of the day, whatever cover that you want, the broker will conclude it for you. And the good thing is that when a claim occurs to they become the face of it. They make sure that they help you access your claim without difficulty. So that is the role of the broker. They speak for you. Right. Since you mentioned the other, the other stakeholders, just give us a one-minute roundup of... Someone was asking the last time, what about reinsurance companies? What, what do they also do in the mix? Okay. So reinsurance companies are the, I would say, the other end of the transaction. We, the insured will buy insurance from us, and we go and buy what we call security from the reinsurance company. So we take a risk, let's say we take a risk of $10 million. Clearly, we alone cannot bear that risk. So, so, we need, so you also buy insurance? We also go and buy security. I was saying security such that when the risk occurs, we will be able to pay. So we call upon those securities. It's not just one. You can get some locally. You can get some in Africa. You can get some in Europe, America. And they all come in to underwrite the risk with you. So you rely on their expertise to do your business. Right. Let me say a big good evening to the... the 
the boss at the National Insurance Commission, my, my brother, Justice Ofo, you bringing in one of these days to come and give us <laughs> the commissioner's perspective. He was my next door roommate at, at Commonwealth also. <laughs> so much we talk about, but let me come back to you, uh, Jackie, and talk about claims payment. One of the biggest concerns people have is about claims, and I guess that um, the industry has come quite some way. I listen to Joy FM and I hear people, I hear the enterprise advert and you talk about things like the same day payment and so I'm like, Charlie, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Educate us about how far, because in, in the in the build up to this, I mean, somebody, when I talked about the fact that I had, I had a claim and it was paid to me within a week, somebody said, please show me which company it was. And I was like, oh. Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? The industry has moved on. So help our, our listeners to understand. When you say things like same day claim payments, is it is it real or is it just something you are saying to hype? Okay, um, it's very real, and it, it's true, and it's happening. Um, well, for us as insurers, we are in the business of paying claims. That is what we always right. say. Are you saying, so are you saying you enjoy it? Or? We enjoy doing that. I think really, Albert, that is the conclusion of the whole matter when it comes to our business because if we are not able to make our promise to you then there's no point us being in business so we always say that in, in insurance we look for reasons to pay the claim rather than to repudiate the claim so if we have to repudiate then you are giving us a reason to repudiate but otherwise we are very positioned to pay the claims i think what insurance companies have done very well over the last, I can say about the last 10 years and even now is to streamline the claims processes and the claim documentations that are required. You know, when you buy a policy or when you when you sign into an insurance policy, there's an agreement to say, touch wood, should the agreed event or contingent of insurance happen, we would pay a benefit. Now, when the event happens, you need to prove to me that the event has happened. So if there's an accident, you need to prove to me that an accident has happened. That's why I think uh, my sister here, Tina, will be asking for the police report and stuff like that. In the case of life, for example, if you buy a funeral policy, you've lost your mom, you need to prove to me that you have lost your mom. So I would demand, make um, um, a demand on you for some documentation. This you would bring to me, and then I'll have to process it. Sometimes you have to go through a process of investigation if you're not too sure to check that really the event has happened. Because sometimes we also have um, um, a, few a few questionable claims that we right. have to work on. So we have improved by virtue of technology, by virtue of strategic partnerships, by virtue of enhanced process re-engineering. I can tell you that the industry has evolved. Added to that is the fact that even the regulator has also passed some guidance and some guidelines and some regulations that we use in, in managing claims. So now companies are able to pay claims same day. We call it same day claims or instant claims. So you bring your document and within 24 hours, you are, you are walking away. In fact, you don't even need to pick a check. You know, you can sit in the comfort of your home now and actually um, and make a claim request and the money will hit your account. It's become this beautiful. <laughs> 31 minutes can past I? the hour of, of 7 o'clock. This is the only show where you can be, hear insurance being described as beautiful. <laughs> Two beautiful women here describing insurance as beautiful. Let me get a few messages from our listeners. And Castro, good God's will, says, please, a friend was purchasing comprehensive, but the very year he thought of third party, he was involved in an accident. Please, what, whatever happens, whatever happens, keep the comprehensive. This is Castro uh, making a case for comprehensive insurance. 
um, whatever, however, the way the Sabbath is seen, I've never liked the way life insurance is sold in this country. They say one thing, and when you want a claim, there's an historic time. It's not romantic at all. Um, <laughs> so you have two, two, two different sides. Yeah. Some feel it's, it's a great time, others feel there are issues. Why is, uh, why, why are, what are the concerns people have about the industry, and how can we help them to, okay. to speak to these concerns? And are they real, maybe? Um, I'll, I'll just pick it from where Jackie left off. What it is is that we should understand how insurance companies are responding to claims. They are individual claims, not the single claims, that are one-off car being run into, you know, and all of that. And there are times that events happen. And one event requires that you pay so much. That is what, what we call a catastrophic risk, like what we experienced in 2015 when there was fire and there was flood and lives were lost. It involved vehicles, it involved companies, it involved so much. But this same insurance, uh, insurance industry responded to it. And now those businesses that suffered are still working. You know, so they've got in, their in that thing. instance, did you rely on your reinsurers? We relied on our enterprise, for instance, we had to do more than 66 million. And with the help of our reinsurers, we paid in record time. You know, so yes, um, it's it's claim payments is why we are in business. We are in there, and for when we budget, for instance, we make provision for claims. So that shows you that from onset, we are willing and ready to respond to claims. Right. I think Albert. Let me quickly add this to say that. I think sometimes we as insurers don't tell our story. What happens is that people tend to um, talk about the negative um, events that have happened or challenges they've had with insurers. But I tell you, insurers are paying claims. In 2017, for example, if you look at the live business, the market paid a whooping 565 million CDs in claims. In 2018, the market paid 706 million in claims. I have not seen the industry numbers for 2019, but let me come to Enterprise Life, for example, where, where I sit. In 2017, Enterprise Life alone paid 123 million in claims. In 2018, we paid 166 million in claims. Then in 2019, guess what? We paid 187 million CDs in claims. What was the premium we collected in, in 2019? We collected 430 million, but we paid 187 million immediately as claims. So we don't tell our story. But insurance companies do pay claims and we pay claims timely. Of course, there are times when there are delays or there are repudiations, but I'm saying the general mindset now in the mind of any insurer is look for reason to pay the claim than to repudiate. That is the philosophy now. 26 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. This is the night you talk about insurance as a safety net. How well are we doing in insurance? Let's find out the Kenyan perspective. I have Ken Cairo on the line to give us some perspective. Let's find out whether um, the situation in Kenya is different from Ghana. Ken Cairo is the CEO of Dawit Insurance in Kenya. Hello, Ken. Good evening. Yes. Ken, good evening. So, can we be having this discussion about insurance in Ghana? Give us an idea about yes. the penetration in Kenya. Okay, the penetration in Kenya is currently at uh, two point four three. It's it's actually the lowest it's ever been. Uh, at one point, we were in twenty thirteen, we were at three point four four. So, um, that's that's the current position of the penetration in Kenya. 
what are what are the drivers um, of of the rise or fall of penetration? Is it is it mistrust? Is it is it the economic situation of people? What makes people buy more? What makes people buy less? Um, I think the whole penetration issue is the, it, it, it's driven by the economy as it goes. When the economy is great, people um, imagine that they have more to spend, and therefore they do. But in my opinion, insurance is one of the things that we absolutely need. Um, And therefore, people should have a greater appreciation for it. I keep saying that uh, if you, if you, um, you should, you should take care of the goose that lays the golden egg. That goose is the human being, your ability to generate. um, And therefore, in your absence, your family would suffer. So I keep saying, let's take care of that first. And then look at insurance for your business because you want to continue um, to operate. So uh, one of the things that we need to redo as insurance globally, and, and mostly in Africa, I think in, is in how we relate with our customers. There needs to be better education. We need to improve the perception in the market and actually go ahead and meet the customers exactly where they are, speak to them everyday language and then they will appreciate the value that the panel sees in insurance ken kairu that should be it for today but definitely we'll come back to you on this subject a bit more but thank you for joining us and our warm regards to salam sure all right, so uh, that was just a little perspective from from kenya and and he's saying listen no matter what let's this is something that we absolutely need. And to hear him say they had 2.43 and say that's the lowest they've had, I almost told him, please don't, don't laugh at us. <laughs> yeah, talking about 1%. And he's saying 2.43 is the lowest they've had. But Jackie, hearing them talk about what they, what they have as being low, isn't it a bit annoying? <laughs> We should be doing more, shouldn't we? Thinking that they are better than us. <laughs> they are, yeah, indeed. because we are one, and they are two. Uh, two point four three, right? Yeah, he says two point four. Right. But I, I believe there are other things that we can look at apart from the penetration rate. We can look at the the fact that in insurance, the total asset base of companies are increasing. We are seeing annual growth. And the most important thing is that we are responding to claims in the non-life space. It said that we pay one point five, one point one million. T- see this worth of claims every single day are you serious yes you know so that so is what insurance is doing although we, the penetration rate is small but yes. we are so effective in responding yeah. to the needs of the business world right and in life is 1.9 million yes. a day whose pocket is this in i'll come and stand in front of your gate <laughs> <laughs> Check who's receiving it. It's the policy holder. 22 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. We just have a very interesting discussion about insurance. And I'm learning a lot from my friends, Jackie and Tina, as they try to bring us up to speed with what is happening in the industry. I'm getting so many people um, sharing their their perspectives. And Maoyuram Oklu says, very enlightening discussion. Experienced panelists, Isaac Boma says, whoa, I'm really loving this. I think that one of the things that is very, very obvious is that the more you interface with with your stakeholders and the more we have conversations like this the more people understand the industry and the more they learn um, Isaac Pechu says thanks to our MDs I'm really enjoying the discussion um, Kelvin Kwan says quoting the quote, the quote from from Jackie and he says life insurance is what everyone needs and nobody wants I like that definition it's going straight into my book alright so I'm going to open the phone lines in a minute and and when I do I'm sure that 
if you answer it, I'm going to ask very, very simple questions. If you answer any of the questions, I'm going to give you 500 Ghana CDs to put a smile on your face. This is Enterprise Day. We must make people happy. That's what this is all about. All right. So, let me announce the phone lines and the number to call 030-221-6541. Call into the show and let me ask you a simple question about, about insurance. And if you get it... I'm going to give you 500 Ghana CDs from Enterprise Insurance Company and Enterprise Life and the Enterprise Group. All right. So, um, Tina, let me come to you on, on, the, on doing business in these days of social distancing and the disruption that we've had. I know some businesses everywhere. <laughs> how, how have you responded to the, the COVID situation? Um, I must say, we are in the business of managing unforeseen events. But COVID-19 comes, at a, no, no, it comes at a different level altogether. But even in the midst of that, at Enterprise Insurance, we've been able to rise to the occasion. And it is not us alone. The whole industry is still respond, living up to their responsibilities. Okay, so for us, as ent- us at Enterprise, I think the main focus was to take care of our employees, making sure they are safe. So we instituted ways and means of working such that we would practice the social distancing, we're doing the shift rotation and all of that. Our clients were also important in, 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 in this mix. So we found ways and means, new ways of reaching them and new ways for them to reach us. And for our cherished intermediaries, we also found ways and means of interacting with them during the COVID-19 period. And I think what is more interesting is the fact that we are a caring company. And looking at the kind of difficulty our clients and our customers were in or they were facing within this COVID period, we as a non-life insurance company decided would offer COVID-19 life cover for all our motor policyholders. So whether you do third party or you do comprehensive, at least you have some level of life cover. We also thought about if you're hospitalized, the trauma you go through. So if you're hospitalized as a result of COVID, there's something we'll give you. If you die, we'll pay something to your beneficiaries. But if you're hospitalized, we also give a cash benefit. And I think the sweetest part is the fact that when you make an insurance claim within this period, what we say is that, hey, you're supposed to pay an excess. You're supposed to participate in the loss. But we know we are in difficulty. So we'll pay 50% of your excess or the deductible that you're supposed to pay wow. to relieve, to bring relief. And at the corporate side, is even more interesting. This is the retail side, the individual. When it comes to the corporate side, if you have a, co- a, a corporate fleet with us, we give you cover for 10 people, you know. And right, let, that, me see, let me take my first call on the line and let's see if somebody's ready to take some money from you, Tina. <laughs> Answering the question with so much vim. Let's see if someone wants to snatch some money from you. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Your name, where are you calling from, please? I'm Lawrence from Kaswa. Lawrence, Enterprise Group wants to give you 500 Ghana CDs, and I really want to give it to you tonight. Are you ready for me? Yes, I am. All right. Let me ask you the simplest question of all. What's the insurance penetration rate in Ghana currently? Okay, that's um, 1%. 
All right, Lawrence, let me give you a second question. And if you do, I'll give you the bonus question. If you get that one right, listen, Lawrence, you are taking 500 Ghana CDs from Enterprise Group. And that's just simply it. So Jackie's famous quote, Jackie's famous quote about life insurance. Please give me that quote and then I'll give you the bonus question. Okay, life insurance is what everybody needs, but nobody wants. Hi, why were you chewing that thing or what? <laughs> Charlie, let me give you the bonus question. And if you get that one, Ma- Matthew will send you 500 Ghana cities before we even close at 8. I'm telling you. Wow. Who, who is the Black Stars player appearing on our Springboard Network webinar on Thursday? Um, the, 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 the one and only Rock of Gibraltar, Jonathan Mensah. It is Jonathan Mensah, and you've won yourself 500 Ghana cities. From- thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Hey, who are going to give you fans in the background? Well, it's the, the rest of their family. Is it a family? Is it a family affair or what? Oh, yeah, the family is giving moral support. <laughs> All right. So, what do you want to say to Enterprise Group? I want to say thank you very much, and well, not just for the money. The lesson has been very, very educative and informative. And what I'm taking from me is that we all need um, life insurance, and we should do well to add the want of life insurance to that need. Charlie, next time you'll be on the show to give us education. The way you are it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's my first my first caller, and he gets to win 500 Ghana CDs. Jackie, you're putting a smile on somebody's face. At least he's learned something from you. We should write your name in the book of quotes. Life insurance is what everyone needs and nobody wants. All right, the number to call 030-221-6541. Call into the show. Somebody must win this 500 Ghana CDs before we wrap up this discussion about insurance. Um, Tina, are you... Uh, do you find that sometimes what you think people should know about your industry is not known and does it bother you? Oh, yes. Perception. People's the perception is so important. It's in, important people have the right perception towards insurance. And like we just said, we are not making noise. We are not creating awareness about what we are doing. You know, yes, there used to be a lot of probably bureaucracy around claims payment, but with solutions like same-day claims and other services available from other companies, people should know that the insurance companies of the past, it's now different. What with the insurances that we are doing now, it's very different. Um, there's a lot of innovation, and this innovation is about responding to the client, to make the client more happy, to delight the client. Right. Yeah. When I come back, we'll talk about where to take this next. Because really, for somebody listening out there, if they want to buy a policy now, what should they buy? Okay. How can they even tell? Who should they call? Because, okay, somebody's saying, okay, now I understand this a bit more. But when it comes to the action, what should they do? We'll be coming back to that when we finish this call. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Yeah, hello, good evening. Hey, the men are charging today. What's your name, sir? And where are you calling from? My name is David. I'm calling from Wager. First, Kaswa, now Wager. Are the phone lines shifting towards the 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 west of Accra or what? <laughs> David from Wager. Are you ready for me? Yeah, I'm ready. Tell me one compelling reason why you need a 500 Ghana CDs. <laughs> Tell me one compelling reason why you need a 500. Well, I, I, I would like to use something. Um, Enterprise, like, yeah, are you serious? 
All right, so let me give you your two questions, and then and then I'll let you go. The, the, so we called Ken from Kenya to try and contrast the Ghanaian situation with the Kenya situation. So help me to, to know, what was the insurance penetration rate in Kenya? 2.43% is the correct answer. All right. Let me give you a second question. And if you get that one right, Charlie, I'll give it to you. So let me find out from you. When I called Ken, he also gave me a proverb about life and why it is important to take insurance. What proverb was that? What, what saying did Ken give me to encourage that we take life insurance? Oh, that wasn't the one, David. I want to give it to you, but you must give it to me. Something related to a bed. You must get it right. All right, so 030 is the number. You have to give me that one. It's something related to a bird. If you get it correct, I give it to you. 030 Call into the show, and I would like to give you something from the Enterprise Group to put a smile on your face. All right, hello, good evening. All right, so um, um, I was I was I was with you on this um, Tina. You were telling me about you were telling me about the place of education. So, for instance, just third party and comprehensive. You mentioned third party, fire, and and theft. And theft. For me, I've been around this industry for how many years? Probably, if I'm not exaggerating, about twenty years. It's the first time I heard about that one. So, obviously, it just means that. Sometimes the simple, the simple explanations of the options available to people will help them to exercise those options when they need them. Because I hear people literally say, okay, so third party, okay, all comprehensive. If they know that it's a middle ground, I'm sure so many people could opt for that. So really, product knowledge or product awareness will be a very big key to driving things up. Let's go to our, our caller again. Hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening, sir. Your name, where are you calling from, please? I'm calling from Sunyani. Sunyani, I say Sunyani. Yes, please. Sunyani, good morning. Charlie, that is one of the that's the cleanest city, capital city in Ghana. Yes. Uh, so that one alone gives you one point. Thank you very much. So give me the give me the the wise saying that Ken Cairo from Kenya gave um, about why we should buy life insurance. He said it gives you a cover for so many things, including death, critical illness, and then permanent disability. So you need to take a life insurance cover. Oh, my friend from Sunyani, I really want to give you that thing. You don't want me to give it to you. All okay. right. All right. Zero two zero two two one six five four one is the number to call. And if you call that number and I give you a simple question and you get it right, I will give you 500 Ghana CDs from Enterprise Insurance. Uh, Jackie, Jackie, you want to give somebody this 500 Ghana CDs, you see? We are happy. Comfort. Yes, give it to her. Hey, Comfort says she give it to her. 
Hello. All right, my boss is Charlie. Where the person has called from here, I should do something. Hello. Hello. Charlie. My boss has surrounded me in the studio. I, I want me to do something about Sinyani. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Hello. All right. She's off the line. All right. So let's wrap this up. Let me go for the game changer segment. And when I come back, I will wrap this up with my bosses, Jackie and Tina. Jojo, what do you have for us today? So if I asked you which invention defined global trade, you'd probably say the internet. But what if I told you that the humble box actually revolutionized trade as we know it? And it all started with a truck driver named Malcolm McLean. While he was watching the dock workers, McLean realized that the system wasted time and money because the workers were loading individual items onto the ship by hand. Nineteen years later, he decided to pursue his dream of a standardized container that would quickly move cargo between trucks, trains and ships. So by this time, he owned the largest trucking company in the southern United States. But business was being thwarted by new interstate tariffs. So he sold the company and founded Sealand Industries. He converted an old oil tanker and transported 58 containers on his maiden voyage. Now the customers were hooked because the containers actually reduced transport costs by 25%. So by now, you're probably thinking standardization is our game changer, but it's not. Despite making a safer system that reduced loading costs by 90%, containerization still struggled to take off for five years. Today, our game changer is ecosystem. Containerization only caught on once McLean realized he needed more partners to make it work. Despite having a patent for his invention, McLean made it available to the International Standards Organization, inviting the whole shipping industry to use his standard for free. The rest is history. By 2000, container shipping was transporting 90% of the world's trade cargo. So how can we build ecosystems to help our businesses thrive? Step 1. Problem. Identify a common issue faced by prospective partners. Step 2. Value. Offer a compelling reason for people to work with you. And step three, transparency. Being open creates trust and fosters collaboration. Unimart founder Shayak Mazumba put it best. The more value we add to our ecosystem, the more valuable we ourselves become. This week, let's look beyond our organizations to maximize customer value. This has been The Game Changer with Jojo Okren. Have a phenomenal week. And that's the word for me. Have a phenomenal week and I receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to come to my guest to wrap up for us in the next few minutes. Thank you, Jojo, for that one. Happy birthday to Mama Rita Crunchyankra Royal House Chapel International from Israel and Akusia Spencer Forson. So you are saying happy birthday to Mrs. Rita Crunchyankra and of course from us, Asia Springboard to you as well. Happy birthday to Mary Tay of Pentecost Nima Branch. Wish you God's continuous blessing. May you grow from strength to strength. And that's from the Balti Media Group family. And happy birthday to Mrs. Emily Abuchi, aged gracefully from your sister-in-law, Evelyn Boatin of Echo Bank, Kwame Nkrumah Avenue Branch. So those are the birthday dedications. I wish you God's blessings in everything that you do. Let me come to you as we wrap up. Jackie, what's your word for our... Uh, Listeners and viewers, as a wrap up, Chrissy from London, daughter Chrissy Ampofu says, Solid show today. Never have I been so convinced about insurance. And that's the interesting thing. When you open up about the industry and you share a few thoughts, people begin to understand more about what we do or what you do. 
Jackie, your closing thoughts. I think I just want to encourage. Sorry. Um, yeah, go ahead. I just want to encourage uh, everyone um, to say that let's take life insurance really seriously. Um, the life insurance of yesteryears is not the life insurance of today. Today, products are being tailor-made. I mean, needs-based products are on the market. So it's not like a general um, um, situation anymore. In the past, you didn't used to have high-value um, 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 covers. Now it's available. Albert, I tell you, I can give you cover for $5 million if you want. So I can, we can also go to the micro-market where we have the low end. The different insurers have segmented the market and have made solutions available for all these categories um, um, of, of the population. And what has driven these these this segmentation? Is it the needs of clients over the years? Is it the, res- exactly. the, the kind of request that you've had? Exactly, it's, it's needs based. I mean, the way the world is going, if you fail to design and offer solutions based on what customers need, I tell you, you won't survive. Right. So that 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 passion to provide. Um, solutions that meet the needs of customers has led us to market segmentation so now on the market you can find products from the low end um, to the high end and i also want to assure our our customers and the entire Ghanaian population that insurers exist to pay claims and they will pay valid claims and, and insurance is beautiful. Insurance is beautiful. <laughs> I should have asked my friend from Sunyani that question. All right, so this is the deal. Um, my my production team has instructed me that we give the money to the woman from Sunyani who called. Wow. Just just for calling from Sunyani, just to reach out to us. So we will we will spend the money tonight to go to that woman in Sunyani. We'll call her and give her. And I will let you know next week that and we you did. You should see the claim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tina, your closing thoughts. Okay, I would say that um, unforeseen events are real, and the clear example of the effect is what we are experiencing in COVID-19. Disasters could happen, but the best way to survive a disaster is not to depend on charity. It's when you have what insurance, and the insurance responds to your need, and it places you back on the 11th floor where you almost fell. Enterprise has been in this business since 1924. We've been giving insurance solutions to the nation. So, believe in insurance and be smart and take an insurance policy. I want to say a big thank you to you all for joining us for this discussion. A special thank you to you, um, Tina <coughs> Abe from uh, Enterprise Insurance and then to Jackie Benny from Enterprise Life and, of course, the team here for putting this together. As we sign off, let me remind you about Thursday for the Awaking the Talent Within webinar at 7 to 8.30 p.m. on Zoom. We're going to have Jonathan Mensah of the Black Stars as our guest. Jackie, before we sign off, is there, when you describe the market, market segmentation, I really wanted more information. Is there a number I can call for? As I see more filler, just a number. Oh, my phone number that you <laughs> Well, but let me say that there are different channels in which you can reach enterprise or, or, or uh, um, um, enterprise. In fact, the interesting thing is now we even have a, uh, an enterprise app. So go on the app. You can just go on the right. app. You can buy directly. You can buy using USSD. Right. Just do a star 714, star 555, and I tell you that you can buy a policy from, from enterprise. Right. So that's the deal. All right. So let me just say that the Beyond the Lockdown is underway, and today's a sporting edition. So... Once you join us right after this break, you can get into a discussion about the disruption caused by to sports by COVID-19. Very, very interesting discussion. Please stay with us. UMB 
Bank was established in 1972 as the premier bank for the corporate and private sector in Ghana. From our very beginning, as the only Ghanaian bank serving all categories of businesses, we set a standard for excellence and innovation over the past 45 years. We've built a financially healthy and strong bank, demonstrated our commitment to our customers and to growing businesses, and exhibited originality and innovation at every turn. At UMB, our focus is built around people, service, products, and technology. These are the key to our present success and our future triumphs. At UMB, we are poised to make a difference not only with our customers, but also in the banking industry. We invite you to share in our future. Our future starts now with you. When you don't have the Enterprise Advantage app, you're not in control. Yes, I could see. I'm at where they sell the coats. What size do you like? Ah, what coat? Coat, coat, office coat. Ah, I said get me a coat. Quotation from Enterprise. Ah, you pan. Oh, what coat? Save yourself from the stress. Take advantage of the Enterprise Advantage app. Make your claims, check statements, request for a coat, and buy a policy from any of our subsidiaries. What's more, you can also get health tips, traffic information, find mechanic shops, and more on your Enterprise Advantage app. Download the Enterprise Advantage app on Google Play and Apple Store now. Here is to 95 years of trust. Enterprise, your advantage. (laughs) 